Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about and reviewing the Hot Wheels expansion of Forza Horizon 5. Yay! Did we ever so figure you, out what it's officially called? No, it's, it's called Forza Horizon 5. Colon Hot Wheels. Ah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know. Um, so uh, I finally played that, um, and I think I may have talked on the podcast about how I wasn't looking forward to it yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i just going to tease it a little. Um, they definitely upped their game and uh, fixed some of the problems I had with the, uh, the last... Hot Wheels expansion, so yeah, um, I'm I'm uh, excited to talk about that. Yeah, agreed. And like, there's there's a lot of cool things um, about this expansion, and uh, and like, it, I, yeah, there's a lot of cool things about it. We, we'll we'll dive into, um, and then you know, obviously, like my you know, I am right there with you. As I, I've still continued to play it even after our initial discussion, where I was like, I was like, ah, it's kind of like driving on the interstate versus driving in, in like an open world. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, it has opened up a little bit more the further I've gotten into it, which I actually think that like on ramp is really kind of cool. So, um, we'll talk about a little bit of that later, but first, what have you been up to Chris? Um, so this week, um, yeah. So like the, the main thing I've been up to is, is, uh, is playing that, uh, expansion, but, um, I've been, uh, rewatching back through parks and rec, um, is probably the, uh, the only like new thing I've been up to. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a great show. Nice. I dig it. I dig it. That's one of those that I, uh, I watched the first like few episodes of and just did not get into. And then I just mm. was like, ah, <laughs> you know, um, which I feel like the, like it, it, it's similar to the office sort of that way with like the first season of the office. I like was not super into, but I like I experienced the office I think for the first time like just randomly in the middle of like season three or four or something like that and so like it was good and I was like oh, I know that it is good and uh whereas like with Parks and Rec I feel like I'm just told that it it like gets good and like it, you know it'll like connect connect later on as you go so just haven't yeah haven't I mean it. maybe I, th- I think like um the office is definitely harder to get into in the first season where you're like man this is just like you know, this dude's terrible, you know, with Michael Scott. But then Parks and Rec is definitely way more consistent from start to finish. Gotcha. Um, but, and so, like, if you, you know. So if it doesn't connect with would, me in the first, like, five episodes. Yeah, I'm not saying that you would never, like, like it. And, I, like, I will here, here's here's the other thing. It's not night, like, I mean, it's it's a, it's probably one of my, one of my favorite shows. It It's not my favorite show, you know, like. And it's not as funny. I don't. I don't like it as much as The Office. I don't connect with the characters as much as The Office. I think I've talked about before, where like all the characters, they're great, but they're like such like The Office characters, like so like you, they're semi-normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like there, there is like beneath beneath the like facade, they are like you know somewhat real people. <laughs> like real, yeah. they feel like they could be. You know, like whereas real like people. on. On you know Parks and Rec, they are all like exaggerated versions of, like they're they're not they're not like you're not like oh yeah like I they seem like I would meet this person out on the street no hundred percent not, um, but that being said it's still funny it's just mm-hmm. like to me it's not as like relatable as The Office makes sense makes sense 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, like, that's the thing, like, with The Office, like, that's what I can connect to. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, the, the you know, all the, all the antics are funny, but that was not, like, what kept me going with the show. Like, you know, the antics, it was just like, ah, yeah, sure, they're, they're, they're like, spice on top of this, like, the drama, but the drama and like the, the, the story and the, like the, those like character moments, those human moments were what kind of drove me forward with the office. So interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, cool. I, I, I dig it. Um, the, uh, you know, speaking of TV, I haven't watched, have you watched Andor? Andor, the first three episodes I have of Andor not. dropped. No, I need to watch it this weekend. And I have not been able to watch it. And I'm very excited. They, they decided to drop three episodes. That's a lot initially um i feel like that's like a you know like that's like a, a movie like if they do like 45 minute episodes like they kind of tend to um you know that's like a that's like a two-hour film you know almost so um i'm interested to see how the three episode drop does over the weekend yeah um, totally also this week chris i based on your recommendation last week on the podcast so a plague tale innocence was on game pass but oh, only yeah. for 24 hours after the, we recorded the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm so week. sorry. And uh, and in that 24 hours, I uh, I I actually like played a large ish chunk of it. Um, I'm on chapter the like chapter six. Like I finished chapter six, and uh, I think there's 16 chapters total. So like I'm like a third of the way through this game. <laughs> And uh, I'm gonna have to gonna have to buy it. It's it's uh, and and play the rest of it before the sec- the the sequel comes out because it's really fun. It's very uh, interesting. Like, it, and I I definitely see like where they're going for that. Like those like story vibes or like the the kind of you know very like uh, like I mean it's just a third person like action action adventure kind of story that's not an open world and i love that aspect of it that it's not like a, an open world like thing it's got like some sandboxy moments and things but it's not like an open world like you know massive game that you're gonna have to like assassin's creed odyssey like where it's like oh my goodness it's like this is gonna take years to finish <laughs> um and so like i i dig that about it i get very like very much like god of war kind of vibes from it like from some of that like the the way that it's it's structured um, and, but the, the thing I will say is like, I enjoy the story. I like, but the gameplay is, is what's been keeping me like where it's like, oh man, this is like really fun going into the stealth moments. It's like figuring out the puzzle aspect of like, Hey, how do I get from here to there and survive? So, uh, so I played, played that for one night and then, uh, and then it went off of game pass and I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> so I need to buy it. Yeah. I mean, I agreed. It's totally great. Um, that's why, uh, that's why I was talking about it. Um, then another thing that I've been doing, Chris, that, that I did last night. So I guess it was yesterday. Deathloop dropped on, uh, Game Pass. So this was a Sony exclusive for a, a year. So it was out last year on, uh, PlayStation 5. And now it is on, uh, Game Pass. And, uh, and I started playing this game, but I didn't play it on Game Pass because it simultaneously went up on Game Pass as well as PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh, like so one of the the middle tier of the PlayStation Plus uh, subscription plan so I started playing it over on PlayStation I'm going to my plan is to like boot it up like I have it installed on my Xbox I'm gonna try to like compare like hey what like what's the difference here like let me play these a little bit side by side and uh, and and compare them initially it is fantastic like I very much haven't been enjoying it Um, 
the whole like looping aspect of it is definitely not what I expected. I expected it just to be like, oh yeah, like see how far you can get, and like and like the kind of general. Um, whenever you think about like, Hey, they're in a time loop where it's, you just go out and you reset, but there are like checkpoints. There are like, you you can like return to certain times of day and like there are objectives and things like that, that you're doing very, and like you're remembering your characters, remembering and logging in their notebook or whatever that you can see and have access to. So it feels more linear than I think I expected it to from like a, uh, from a, 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 a time loop narrative, um, video game. So I'm even more into it than I, uh, than I thought I would be. Um, and on the PlayStation console, the initial first thing, the PS five controller is magic. Um, because in this game, while you're walking around the rumble, like, so there's like, there's like that. What are they? It's like basically like the HD rumble from your, uh, from your switch as you're walking your footsteps, like depending on the surface that you're on, the rumble feels different. And so like, as you're walking, it'll be like right, left, right, left, right, left, just, just barely imperceptible in the controller. But then whenever you hit like dirt, it'll feel different than whenever you're on like a brick and stone. And then I'm, you know, I haven't hit a ton of other like types of surfaces, but like it feels different. And if like, that just feels like super cool. Um, similar thing to what they did. Uh, Sony first party did with um, Astrobot. Um, so Astro's playroom, which comes with the PlayStation five, like it comes packed in, um, where like as Astrobot walks around different surfaces feel different ways as well, which is like, it's just like, it feels so cool and fantastic. And I'm surprised that a lot of the other games that I have played on PlayStation, even the Sony, you know, first party exclusives, they haven't utilized that feature of like, Hey, let's do this rumble. Um, but Deathloop does. And like, that's, I feel like it will probably put me over the edge on it being, um, you know, playing it through the, the full game on the PlayStation rather than the Xbox. So, but, um, it's on game pass. So everybody, everybody should download this thing and play it. If you have game pass. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, but that's what I've been up to, Chris. And that was what I was, I was up to. <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've done the things. So I think then is it, is it time for the news? The news! All right, John, the news. First, breaking news. Not really breaking. Breaking news. right this second? No, that's not breaking. This not breaking at all. Uh, that has happened before, though. GTA Six footage has been stolen and leaked onto the internet, and Rockstar has said that yes, it is in fact uh, data stolen from them, and it's from an early build of the game. Um, here's the thing, like uh, you know, long story short, everyone you know, like. Yeah, but, both freaks out and like is like oh yeah like either this is this looks super cool or this looks terrible i'm like this is like the <laughs> this is the, such an early version of the yeah. game i don't even know what i'm looking at yeah, yeah and i don't yeah. even know that it matters yeah it might not even be in the game ever like right. i don't even know like i mean it, it's stupid that and and you know it sucks for the developers working on it yeah that like there's some there's a basically a narrative out there that they can't control and that they didn't you know, approve or, you know, if they wanted people to see it, they would have released it for people to see. That being said, we knew that GTA 6 was being worked on. Mm -hmm. They already said it was being worked on years ago. And so it's not like this is a surprise all of a sudden that, you know, that has has been spoiled. Uh, So I don't know. 
What yeah, are your there's thoughts? Layers Those are my thoughts. Because like it was like whenever this initially like w- like hit the uh, the internet, it was like, wait, is this is this legit? Is this real? Is this fake? Like, and like it became apparent relatively quickly that it was like, okay, I know this is real because like what they've shown of like some of their their process on like. Red Dead 2 and stuff like that, like some of the back-end code that scrolls while they play the game, um, like it was exactly the same. And so it's like, okay, no, this is this is real. And then they came out and they're like, yeah, this is real. Um, but the other thing is like there was code like that was stolen with it. Um, like large amounts of like of of code, which are like, you know, it's proprietary to every video game company like has their own proprietary code that they that they do. And so like that was stolen. And so like there's a there's like a criminal investigation happening like with this hack and things like that now too. And so I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, it's it, there is like this element of like as I was watching, like I, I like looked at a few of the videos and I was just like, man, this is like this doesn't like I there is absolutely zero way that this is even close to representative of what the game will be like whenever it comes out for good or for bad, you know? (laughs) And uh, it's just like this, this is like clearly so early in development that it's like, this is not, you know, this is not going to be what it, what it's like in the end. So why, like, why do I care to look at any of this? And so I just, I, you know, and just stopped watching. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to die. Like, you don't want to spend too much time on something where it's like, oh, this is unfinished. It's like, so for me, you know, as a, a mixing engineer, audio engineer, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, the kick, you know, it's like, I'm working on this kick and it's like, well, this is, <laughs> there's the kick, <laughs> you know, it's like, this isn't representative of the whole song. Like, this is like, oh, that's the kick in the bass. You know, it's like, it's just a piece of this whole thing that they're putting together. And so it's just like, I, I, I have very little interest in, uh, in what the content of the actual footage of the leak is. Um, but it is a pretty big leak, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Like it's a, it's a big hack, you know? Um, that's all I have about that. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, like when we've talked, we talk about, you know, like, uh, you know, some of the Star Wars things. And it's like, I mean, you just never know. Like, it's a game is so much more than just the the graphics. And, you know, I mean, you can, I can have a great time playing a game that looks like crap, but, you know, has a great gameplay and a great story or something like yeah. that. So, yeah. Well, and I think about like some of the games that have been like gorgeous. And, and then, like, you pick them up and you start playing them. And you're like, no, it doesn't feel right. You know, and it's, but it's gorgeous. You know, like, I think about like, for me, the, there was like that tech demo, the Unreal Engine 5 tech demo, the, the Matrix one, right? Um, that was like recent and they had the ray tracing and they recreated all of like Manhattan and stuff. And it was like, okay, this is gorgeous. It's really interesting to walk around this city, but dude, moving around in that city felt terrible. (laughs) It was like, clearly no one has like worked on like the feel of this as much as they've worked on the visuals of this. And so, yeah, yeah. Like it's, you know, I, like you said, like, yeah, I'll, I'll play a game that looks like, not great, but it, it feels amazing and it's really fun to play. So, you know, it's, let, just let the, let the developers do their thing. <laughs> stop, stop trying to hack and leak this, this nonsense stuff, uh, with the game. So, um, the next piece of news, Chris, um, is a piece of news about a new handheld mm. and it's swiping directly at the switch and the uh the steam deck it's like priced right in the middle of those two 
and it's called the Logitech G Cloud Handheld. Um, so this is this is a write up from uh, from Xbox Wire. Um, looks like it is a statement from Catherine Gluckstein, Vice President of Xbox Cloud Gaming um, at Microsoft, and the article reads. At Xbox, we're always looking to make gaming available to more people in more ways. Since launching Cloud or Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta two years ago, we've continued to expand device support, bringing Halo Infinite to entry-level PCs, Forza Horizon 5 to iOS uh, phones and tablets, Microsoft Flight Simulator to Xbox One, and hundreds of games to even more devices like the 2022 Samsung Smart TVs. As we look ahead, we continue to meet people on the devices they already own breaking down barriers and entry to play so today we're announcing that xbox cloud gaming will be available in more places with the logitech g cloud gaming handheld when it launches in north america on october 17th um so this device the the whole uh the whole crux of this device is that it is a streaming device it you it is expandable with some sd cards and so you can like put Android games on it, but it is a streaming device through Logitech's own um, kind of NVIDIA or NVIDIA's like streaming uh, platform that they have game streaming as well as uh, Xbox uh, cloud streaming or cloud gaming. Um, and so you can play any uh, Game Pass game on this device. This article goes on uh, to talk about how like you can stream from your home Xbox console. So it says, uh, let's see. Additionally, we've worked with Logitech to enable our remote play feature, uh, also pinned as a shortcut to the home screen. Remote play differs from Xbox Cloud Gaming by letting you stream your full Xbox library, going beyond titles in Xbox Game Pass, from your personal Xbox console to phones, tablets, and now handhelds. Um, and so this device is priced at $349.99, and currently it's like if you pre order the thing, it's it, you can get it for $299, so $300. And uh, and it requires a Wi Fi connection, does not have like a, a 5G or like a, any type of a uh, you know cell phone plan, like you're not attaching it to your cell phone plan or anything like that, it just connects via Wi Fi and uh, and it streams games to this thing. So that's the device, Chris. I don't. Uh, Personally, I feel like it's a little expensive for what you get because I think about like you can do so much of this type of thing with your like Steam library with like the Steam Deck or you can do all of this with your cell phone um, stream things and you can get like the, the backbone kind of like thing that like uh, clips onto the sides of it that makes your phone look like a look like a like, mini switch Um or you can connect it, like use the clip like I do to my controller, um, my Xbox controller, and just clip my phone in onto this little like, you know, it's like a like a music stand or like a little like a holder for the for the for the for the phone. And so like I don't I, I just don't see myself having any interest in this device. Uh, what about you? Like is there you know, is is, is this thing uh, is this thing you know pushing your buttons, striking your fancy? <sighs> I mean, no, not really. Like, and just like, you know, I'm not opposed to game streaming and, um, and that whole scene. I just don't personally have a need for it yet. You know, hmm. like, I, I'm trying to think of, of like, you know, a scenario 
especially with something that's just Wi-Fi equipped with Wi-Fi that I would like, where would I be? What would I be doing? I mm-hmm. guess maybe like on a trip in a hotel room, but like most of the time those Wi that Wi-Fi, you know, if you're in a, you know, hotel room somewhere, even yeah. if you're paying for their quote unquote high speed internet, like it's pretty crappy, terrible internet, you know, yeah. like yeah. it's not like you're going to be able to, play like call of duty or something like that requires a great um connection to the servers or something like that mm-hmm. um i don't know like i mean it's the same reason i haven't i haven't i, I don't use x i mean i'm not a, again not opposed to x cloud i think it's a great it's great tech i think it has like you know uh great uh opportunities and you know like who knows like i mean as the Internet gets faster and download speeds get faster. I mean, we were we were we've been talking about. Um, I mean, I think before five G rolled out, you know, like we we were talking about how like fast potentially five G would be. Um, years ago. Yeah, 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 and I mean, and it's fast. Like especially the ultra wideband. Whenever I'm actually, I actually have it. The problem is like that's not everywhere yet. Like I, I have 5g, like, let me see. Yeah. I have 5g right now at my house, but I have like, like you have to, you have to be around some place with towers. Most of the places around here, I don't have 5g coverage. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I just don't, you know, I don't use my, like the handhelds that I do have enough for me to, to warrant sure. me like getting a sure. new one. Yeah. And I guess like for me, like the, the, the thing is like, I love handhelds. I absolutely love handhelds. Like I love to like sit on the couch and play handhelds. I love to like take them on the go and play handheld. Like it's, it's great. I use my phone whenever I want to play like Xbox games on the go. I like put it in the clip and use my, my Xbox controller or whatever, but I don't ever do anything twitchy with it because it's like, okay, well this is like more for like, oh, this is for, for like moon globe or this is for like, Hey, this is for something that's a little bit more chill, less twitchy. That doesn't require the response time um to be like you know tiny but like it works and it works pretty well but this one thing being tethered to a wi-fi connection rather than being able to like hey have some sort of like 4g 5g um connection just seems like it's like well i'm paying the same for this device that i can't play on a plane in a hotel probably experiences like you said is not going to be great um and like i can't play i would have to like basically enable my cell phone hotspot in order to to like connect it to to it uh whenever i'm on the go places so like it's like okay well is this device just for my house (laughs) it's like god i i don't like i have an xbox like in my house already um i don't necessarily need this thing for that so it just seems like it's an expensive device you know at three hundred dollars it's the same amount as as a switch and it just doesn't it doesn't do anything that my home xbox doesn't already do so like it doesn't feel like this is opening the market to like oh people who weren't able to afford xboxes before because like you you can look at like the xbox uh, series s console it's like that thing's really you know reasonably priced and it's like okay that's your like entry level um but this doesn't feel like it's it's a good enough entry level whereas like for me like it being included uh, the game, Xbox Cloud Gaming be included on the Samsung TVs, or the 2022 Samsung TVs, like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because it's like, oh, okay, you get this TV, and you're like, oh, what's this? I have a trial for Xbox Game Pass, you know, free trial for Xbox Game Pass on here. Let me uh, enable that thing and try out some games. So, like, it just makes sense for it to be built into those devices, whereas, like, this, like, higher cost 
proprietary device feels a little bit a little bit strange to me it feels like who, who, i don't know who's going to choose this over one of the other options that's out there so yeah agreed I, is that the news is that, is that is that everything that's the news all right john it's time now to uh to talk about uh, the hot wheels expansion of forza horizon 5 um I, there are like i'm i we're not going to do a spoiler section. There's yeah. no reason to. Like, there's, there's not. Like, there's not much to spoil, game. Chris. There are cars, and you race on tracks. Well, and then um, they, they tell you which cars you're going to get by like the images of each tier um, yep. of the game. And so, like, yeah, yep. there's nothing really to spoil uh, in here. No. Um, especially like knowing, like, if I'd known some of the uh, some of the things that were in some of the like uh, more story based missions or the more like um, kind of just fun uh adventure based missions i probably would have been like super more interested uh to begin with um but how like how do you how would you explain this dlc like how do you set up this this dlc for folks i mean so i mean so if if you don't know uh force horizon 5 um there's hot wheels dlc where basically like they kind of just okay what if there's a life-size uh giant orange Hot Wheels track that just got plunked down on top of the map, and when when they kind of put this in Forza Horizon Four, um, it was ba- it basically all took place on that orange on that orange track, and mm-hmm. uh, and that, and then that was kind of it. That was you know that was, that was the thing, and it was like okay, well whatever. Like you know, I played through it, um, and I think I I talked about my my you know frustrations. I'm like, oh, this is not really why I play Forza Horizon Five. I play for the you know, like the racing and the roads and like off road and like all the, the exploration and stuff like that. Here's the thing, though, John. They brought all that to this version of Hot, Hot Wheels, um, where they have different kinds of terrain and um, not you don't just race on the orange track. You also race on um, the ground or mm-hmm. on you know on different in different environments. And mm-hmm. um, I think. Like that, honestly, like brought the magic back to it, and I'm like, oh, this is a lot of fun. And then it actually made me like appreciate the sections that were Hot Wheels tracks more, yeah. um, because then they are a little more special. Like it actually, like, oh yeah, this is cool. I'm, I'm, you know, hitting a boost and going fast, whereas like you know the other sections you're not necessarily doing that. And so, um, I like the way they did that. I also like the way they did the uh, they unlocked it. Like basically, you start off as a as a rookie and move through the tiers and get different cars and like different uh, races. I think they they that made more sense this time around versus before. It just felt like I forgot how they did it, but you basically I you had a whole like new point system or something like that where you were you were upgrading the Hot Wheels Festival or something. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember exactly how that happened and worked, but yeah, it whereas, wasn't. Wh- it feels like this time, no matter what you like, any of the like, it's very straightforward. Uh, yeah. It, it, like events where it's like, okay, do these like these these set of challenges, like these events. Here's a checklist. Do these things, and you'll unlock the next level. Whereas like before, it was very ambiguous of like everything you do, like you know, works towards unlocking this thing. It just felt like this was never ending <laughs> cycle of like, oh, do I have enough points now? No. Ah, <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. Like. This also has like very clear. Um, I don't even know what to call them. I'm sure that I think they call, but like objectives where it's like, okay, if you um, unlock, or sorry, if you if you for instance uh, race this, all the races in this uh, like specific class, um, it'll unlock the next thing for you. And like, right. I, you know, 
It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's very clear. Like, like if you want to just power through it, you can power through it. If you don't yeah. want to and want to take your time, you can take your time. Like, yeah, and there's there's uh, some really cool ones in there that I really appreciate where it was like, go from this biome to the other biome in like two minutes, you know, and, and right. you would and you'd be like, all right, let's give it a shot, and it, it has like a progress, like a check checkbox like whenever you started it and a timer and it's like it it takes away a lot of the kind of guesswork of some of those challenges in that it basically just makes them like the thing you're doing if you get close to the start of one of these challenges you can be like hey i'm gonna go try to make it to that that other giant uh dragon up on top of the in the volcano from this dragon and that'll give you like a a a challenge unlock so it's it's very like very fun and like they they allow you to um understand what's happening like rather than just like guessing what's going on with it um i also like the cars that you get the cars that you get um for like as as you unlock each uh speed class so it goes from i think b to a to s is that right or like or is it s Uh, i can't remember it goes all the way yeah it starts at b a yeah s double s and then x yeah yeah. and so like as you're going up like the cars that you get at the beginning of those are super cool like and they're very different the first one you get is kind of like this off-road kind of like you know beast it's the baja bone shaker and uh which is which is fun and then the next one you get is like this kind of like uh you know you can spec it out to be like a drift car or you can you can have it be like a road car like it's kind of like a do-it-all type of a car um and then the next one you get is like super fast <laughs> and so like like they, they all have their own personality and they're varied enough to where i never felt like bored where i was like oh yeah i'm just gonna switch to that other car and tune it up to this class that i'm working on the speed class that i'm on now right now um which is really fun like it's and and that that exploration aspect of it of like oh well i'm in the super fast car so i probably shouldn't go off road on the snow but i'm going to like use my uh lower cl- like class speed class car to get on the snow and like tear that up it it feels like the variety is still there like of of selecting the different cars that you're using yeah dude um i really like it i uh again i didn't really think i was going to um just based off my previous experience but they they really up the game to the point where I'm like, hey, you know, in the next Force Horizon, if they wanted to put this kind of thing in there again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, uh, is there another like? I feel like there was there were supposed to be two expansions. Is there another mm-hmm. one? Uh, there definitely coming? is. Okay. Yeah, definitely well, is. Do we know Beca- when that's supposed to happen? I would assume probably sometime like December, January ish. Um, because motorsport isn't coming out until 2023 or maybe is, is motorsport coming out this year? I don't know. It, it might be still. Um, but if motorsports coming out, I would assume that they wouldn't want to get in the way of that with this DLC. So like, I would assume maybe spring, um, or something, but, um, yeah, there's going to be another DLC. And so usually they have like one, out there like licensed thing like they had lego speed champions they had this um and then you know usually the other one is a little bit more experimental but still racing based where it was like oh here's treasure island or whatever it was like not treasure island it was a storm island that's what it was called and then here's the snow expansion that we had before and both of those played into whatever the next forza horizon game did where it was like oh this is extreme weather conditions and the next forza horizon uh had extreme weather conditions and before that it was like here's the snow and the next forza horizon had a snow section so yeah it's uh 
it hopefully the next one you know will come out and uh and be you know be like a, a basically a, a window into what the next forza horizon will will kind of look like or could could include um the last thing I'll say about like this extension, there's a story, like there's a specific set of story missions where one of the characters gets in the car with you and has you do challenges while they tell you about the history of Hot Wheels, which I found very interesting and compelling. Um, where it was like, hey, like I'm going to talk about the 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 person who started Hot Wheels. Why did they oh, start? Yeah, oh, they needed cool. a car that was like that rolls really well and smoothly, and they want a track that all interconnected and and all could work together. And like the just the history of that that whole thing was fascinating to uh, to sit there and play through these challenges and listen to, um, even down to like, hey, they start out with twelve cars or like whatever it was, and you know you're driving one of the twelve that they modeled uh, initially right now, and it's like those are that those missions were really something that I thought found very very cool and kind of drove me forward in the game to uh, to unlock the next story. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I I think they they did a really good job with this one, um, and I've I've really enjoyed my time with it, and uh, um, you know, I recommend it to everybody who loves uh, racing games and loves Forza. It's definitely worth your time. The speed in this thing, like because of the oh, speed it's insane. boost, <laughs> the speed, and then I think like you know there are some sections where you know if you it's easy to get like tunnel vision on this, especially yep. when you're on those orange tracks. Um, because you you kind of have to like make sure your uh, your like gravity works different whenever you're on them. Yeah, yeah, and, the, uh, and the, uh, the weird thing is like sometimes I I'll, I'll like be looking looking at the track, being like, okay, I got to make sure I'm I'm staying you know staying in the in the lane or staying like you know on my line, and then I'll look up into the background and it'll be like, oh no, I'm upside down right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so yeah. like, and you get kind of like disoriented a little bit uh, if you kind of like look at it that way, and I find that really fun and cool. Um, it could also <laughs> cause people to be a little emotion sick, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I appreciate like that they have this level like that tells you which direction is up basically like yeah. on, on the screen this time, and I actually like that, like helps out, helps me out a lot. There are times whenever if you if you can pay attention though and pay attention to your peripheral and the, your surroundings, it's just like like these vast, huge environments that look really, really good. Like yeah, like breathtakingly good. Yeah, it's stunning. And then then like if I don't know if you notice, like if you look like if you're upside down and like you the skybox is actually the ground, like you can see the map of uh of Forza Horizon 5's like standard game down there on the ground. Like you can see the stadium and the and the, the volcano and like you can see all of the different the different things down there. And so I found that really like cool as well where I'm like, like man, like this is this is a really interesting and cool thing. From the ground you don't see the uh the thing, which I also appreciate that this like giant floating like Hot Wheels Island is not just like ruining the skyline of the of the main game. <laughs> yeah. Um but it is really cool to be able to like look down and see it. Um, I've done some really interesting like fun trick shots, like where uh, where there's like a ramp on one thing, and I can see like oh there's a road over there, and I'll like ramp off of it and then like land on th- a different track, <laughs> like a completely different section of the track um, that was unintended to uh, to be jumped to from from whatever ramp I'm on, and that's always really fun. Yeah, dude. Well, you want to rate this thing? Oh man, the DLC. I will rate yeah. it a solid. Oh man, I don't know. It's like a nine, like a like a like it's like a nine. I feel like yeah, yeah. 
I think I'm so I'm gonna give it an eight only because like I still like would enjoy more of a story like you know that 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 makes a little more sense um but like it's still great you know maybe an 8.5 yeah. 8, 8 I'll go to 8.5 it's 8.5 nice. I haven't given Damn. something an 8.5 in a long time I try to stay away from 8.5 because I used to give everything an 8.5 so <laughs> Well, in doing that, it's literally just going to be like, like, uh, ever, like every, like everything around it, but not an eight point five. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com on social at Chris two five zero and John Rice seven seven seven. And at Stay in Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it if you play Forza Horizon 5's Hot Wheels. Let us know what you think of that, too. Yeah. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.